And you know what time it is. It is the top of the hour. Top of the hour. It is the morning machine. The machine that makes your mornings move. Good morning and grand rising to everybody out there in the land. Radio land. Thank you so much for tuning in. And once again, big shout out to Javi with It Takes. Shout out to Brooklyn. Peace up to Brooklyn. All right, let me let me not get into the biggie lines right now. But otherwise, right now, coming up to the mic, we've got the one, the only, Rome Westfield. Let me talk about him real quick, though, because he is up-and-coming artist from off in Riverdale, Georgia. You you know where the song that come from. You know what I mean? Hey, I got the cameraman smiling over here. <laughs> so he started making music when he was in the tenth grade, but he had to become a senior before he take took it seriously. But then he released a few projects on all streaming platforms and a couple of music videos. Done numerous live performances. This man is doing it right here. I want to say good morning and grand rising and welcome to the Border Machine, Rome Westfield. What's happening, brother? Shit, what's happening, man? How you doing? Boy, you started off cussing, man. We can't cuss on the radio, right. bro. Fault, my fault. But good morning, good morning, good morning. How you doing? See, that's when you when you have when you when you have the excitement of being here. You can't help but let one fly. But it's all good because he come in fly, he come in ready to go, and we talking about the music here. So what I like to do with every artist, every single artist that comes through the stew and beyond, let's take it back to the old school. Let's take it to Union Square. Cameron, I think I'm ready to say the whole thing. Nah, I'm not going to say the whole thing. (laughs) But what I am going to ask you is this. The start of the journey, you said you started making music when you were in the 10th grade. Talk about that light bulb moment where you were inspired to just say, ha, I'm going to get into music. Music is my passion, and and now I'm going to start making it. It's a weird story, actually, because growing up, I wanted to be just like my uncle. Like My uncle was like my hero, so Mm. everything he did, I wanted to do. When he started skateboarding, I wanted to skateboard. Then I just so happened to stumble across his um, rap journal one day, and I was like, my uncle write raps? Mm. I was like, interesting, but I I didn't talk to him about it. I was just like, my uncle writing raps? I'm gonna write raps, and it just went from that to I never never thought I was gonna love it as much. Mm. Wow, and what made you begin to love it as much? Um, really the more and more I did it and saw how articulate I could get with words and how I could paint pictures and that I was really painting pictures and it made sense to people when they listened but also you know it took me a minute because you know everybody didn't start out great so of course that doubt was from everybody was like oh no you can't do it you suck and it was just like okay and then a few years later those same people are listening and it's like yeah you just had to have faith. Oh, oh, their mind changed real quick, didn't it? It did. Yeah, yeah. It definitely and, did. And, and a lot of times it takes development. So what were some key things that you did that made you turn your music around to make the minds of the listening audience change? Um, Really my subject matter and how I approach but mm. also like just constantly writing and studying artists who are already in the game and seeing how like, okay, you know, they did it this way. 
you know not mim it's like it's like mimicking but it's like nah you have to use it in your own way like you can mm -hmm. it's okay to be influenced by other people but you still got to do it in your own way Absolutely. And you, you doing it in your own way. You talked about the influences of other artists that you studied. Who are the artists that you studied the most that you really locked in on? Um, Lil Wayne, definitely. Yeah. Drake, mm -hmm. Kendrick, Cole. And then like New Age, you know, I just because those were like solid, like in my time, those were like solid, like goats. Yeah, they have they have bars for days. Right, right, because it's like those three. It was like nobody topping them. I'm not talking about Lil Wayne because he was goaded in another era. Yeah, but Drake, Kendrick, Cole were goaded of my era, and it's just like okay, they're top. But then the more and more, because I was in a box as music. Like I only did lyrical at one point, but then I was like, mm. music is music. Like they're gonna gravitate towards what they gravitate towards. Yeah. Just make what you like. Right, it's a different art form for different people, and people take their different art forms and really utilize it and tap into it in different ways. Speaking of those ways, what are ways that you tap into your creative energy when you get into the booth? Prior to getting into booth, prior to getting into the booth, I do absolutely nothing. Like I literally just sit around and do nothing. Mm. And then I get, hmm. I can watch TV and get inspired. I can have a conversation and get inspired. And then it's like, I got a song idea find a beat and then i just go from there man but when i log in it's like all right how can i say this or how can i put this into a phrase that makes sense or how can i flip this metaphor you know in in writing bars a lot of a lot of people tend to have writer's block so talk about the importance of being able to freestyle in a moment where you may have writer's block and you, you know people are Rappers are songwriters too, right? right? You have to write the bars before performing them, and then you have to memorize those bars in case you need to perform them. So it's a process with it. So how are you able to process getting through any type of writer's block? Every writer, songwriter, a movie, a script, a screenwriter, whoever behind the scenes or in front of the scenes, they're going to have difficulty with that at some point along their journey. How were you able to overcome that? Um, it's interesting because sometimes I'll, I'll still, still to this day, I'll write a song or half a song. So, cause sometimes I just start off with a verse or sometimes I just start off with a hook and try to base everything off of the verse or the hook. And if I like the hook, I lay it down. But then after I lay it down and be like, mm, I don't really like this. Cause like mm. writer's block can hit you in different ways. Like you could write a whole verse and still not like it. And then sometimes I'm in there writing while I'm recording and I'll be like, I don't have anything else to say. So I'll just stop, sit back and think. And then sometimes I'll just be like, you know what? Put the phone down and just whatever comes to my head is what I'm going to say. Mm. And, and that's, that's important to the art of freestyling because when you have those moments, it can quickly revert into something even greater right. that you don't even have to put on paper. It's just something that you did on the fly. And this is why we have great artists like Black Thought, Common, you know, who are the, the Drakes, the, the, the lyricists, the J. Coles, who are the lyricists that are able to have the flexibility to do both. And that's the way they overcame their 
writer's block right. at some point. They were able to just freestyle it. Ooh, that sounds good. Leave that in there. You, you know, have, have you, you've ever had some times where you were like, wait, I didn't write that, but that sounds good. Leave it there. Oh, yeah, I do. I do my own recording. So I last song I freestyle was actually like a week ago. Nice. Because nice. I record frequently, and I was just like, I was in the mode. So I wrote a little bit, and the rest I was just like, nah, I'm kind of feeling this. And I just did right. it off the whim. And it's, it's, it's so interesting because not many people do that. They It, it, it tends to be overthought a lot right. of times. Instead, you just say, you know what? Leave that there. I think the people will like this. But what I will do is do an edit with the other ones and right. see how that see how that works out, and maybe try to take my pick and then listen to it back a few times. You, you've had, I'm sure you've had those right, moments. Too. Like sometimes overthinking a bar, it'll make it not sound good. But if you right. just go with the flow, uh, you might be like, mm, that was actually pretty fire. I didn't expect it to be like that. Yeah, yeah, it could go better than you thought, and it's just so interesting that you are saying this because you're giving a lot of advice, even through this conversation, to where our younger generation that's looking to you, they look they look to you to carry carry this generation forward, and the next is coming right behind you, and they're saying, "Look, I like this guy's music. I'm I'm following him. I'm tapped in, and." I like what he's doing. He's doing something different. So talk about a time where your music has really touched somebody's heart and they came to you about it. And I'm sure it had to be an overwhelming feeling because you make music that will really hit the soul. Um, it happens a lot actually, because I do a lot of like close and personal playing for unreleased music for my friends so if we're riding in the car i'll just throw on some new stuff that i made and just see how everybody feels yeah and it's like even some of my homegirls are like like the way you express and stuff the way you express your feelings and art you know it's really like you really put your feelings in your music like i love how you do that and i'm just like i don't know i just go off of how i feel like everything i make is based off how i feel and i feel like that's the best way to create art like overthinking it you won't get anywhere but if you really just because a lot of artists just go in the studio and just go off base how they feel, literally. Yeah. And, and what, talk about the importance of that, because they, remember, we were talking about overthinking and there's a, a lot of artists that don't pour out. You don't hear the emotion. You 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 got people that make music just to make music. And right. trying to find themselves. So what was the best way that your pouring out your feelings was able to help you find yourself and your niche in this music industry. Mm. It's like, it comes in various different ways. Cause it's like a normal emotion is like, all right, let's say you're mad. So I'd pick songs based off of feeling like if I'm mad, I go make a hype song. Uh. If I'm sad, I make a sad song. Like this sounds funny. Even if you, even if I were to get rejected, I'll go make a savage song. I don't know why. I'm like that. Like, I don't know why I can see that, but it'd be like, you know what? We're going to go make some savage. Right. Right. And then, and and then it'd be, and then when it comes out, it's the hardest thing 
out there on the music scene right now. And all you were doing was just expressing your feelings. A lot of people don't understand that a, a music that you're hearing is a form of, is an art form of expressing feelings that right. they may feel in that particular moment that they're either recording something or the moment that they wrote it. Or even if they freestyled it, it they, they step in there and whatever moment that they're in, that's what they're feeling like. And so it yep. does have a mental health side to it. So how does music help to keep you calm when it comes to when it comes to the music? It's a it's a really great outlet because I deal with anxiety and depression from time to time. Mm. So it's like. I try to create no matter what state of mind I'm in. Like, if I am feeling depressed, I will still record. Like, mm. just because, like, I know that eventually somewhere down the line it's going to help somebody. Right. Like, I overthink, too. So I've made a song about overthinking before. Like, it's just, I feel like the more, when I express myself, when it's out to the world, it'll help somebody else who's like, dang, he feels like me. Or I understand how he feels. This is how he dealt with it. I, you know, that was great advice. Or that was a great coping method. Mm. And and see, that's that's where I'm going because music helps people to cope with different things that they're dealing with in life. Yep. You know, and it's it's just amazing that you're doing that. I touched on that for a reason because music gives people peace. And through your music, you have helped a lot of people get through a lot of tough times. And you've hyped them up for a lot of good times, too. You know, because you said you make a hype song. But that hype song may be maybe the thing that, all right, look, yeah, we rocking. We we throwing down up in this club right now. That's basically like that. So it basically, you know, just a different avenue a different lane that you're going in that helps helps people through the through the music and speaking of the music i want to know one thing you're doing all of this right now you produce and you're the artist as well you got many hats right Mm -hmm. what is the end goal out of all of this in general what is the end goal of this journey throughout all of this the end goal is first and foremost music can only take you but so far Mm. like that's just the real realization of the music industry you can you have your time and then after your time your time is over that's what every artist Mm -hmm. so my right now is once i get my time have my moment then i plan to venture off into other businesses to where like not only can i keep the money coming and a stable lifestyle Mm -hmm. but I can do more things, give back. I can also start my own couple of companies. I have a plenty of ideas. I thought about writing like a TV show. Mm. Like I have a TV show in mind that I thought about writing nice. and like getting the script too. Yeah. So, it, you know, does it, it screen? So you do screenwriting too? Not yet. But it's, you're going to get there. But I'm going to get there. And see, that's part of the journey. We, you know, we all, you know, have different things that, we like to do and or want to explore different right. different facets of this learning experience called life. But right now, you're a music artist and music producer. So with that, let us talk about the song 
Private Island. Ooh, <laughs> Private Island. Talk about the development of Private Island. Um, What made me make Private Island? Um, I was in a process of I was just making a bunch of songs because uh, I was like, all right, the album is done, by the way. The album is done. Okay. But I was like, I'm not ready to release the album because I want to put more funding, more marketing behind it to push the album to get it to where it wants to go. So I was like, you know, I'm going to just do a little EP. And I call it the EP, Love Me If I'm Still Here. Love Me While I'm Still Here. It's mm. out on all streaming platforms, by the way. Mm. But it's like seven songs. And Private Island was just a song that I made based off of like a feeling. Because I had recently yeah. got into a little bit of trouble. I ain't going to say what it was, but got into a little bit of trouble. And it made me feel away. And I was like, you know what? This is how I'm feeling. I found this beat and I just made the song. Well, did you did you feel like you were on in your mind? Did you feel like you were on a private island in a sense? Because sometimes we tend to just kind of feel that way that you're on a private island. It's just you and you're at peace with whatever's happening at that moment. I Would definitely you like did because my. My bedroom, the way my bedroom is set up, because I have my studio in my room. Yeah. I have, like, LED lights. My room is set up like a little uh, private club. Like this, club. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my room is set up like a little private club. So as soon as I'm making music, <laughs> I'm in there like it's a club. You know what? It's interesting. And that, that would be, would you consider the studio being your private island? Because you're in a, you're in a creative space. And this is where your creative juices really get flowing when you're on that private island. I mean, that that's what I'm thinking. When I see the title yeah. Private Island and speaking from where we were speaking just a few minutes ago about the the feeling that you put in music mm-hmm. and what you what you produce and level of music that you produce when you have a certain emotion or you have certain things on the mind at that moment. Right. Private Island, when you when you stated that that story where you said something happened and you may have been a little bothered, but what you did was you channeled your energy differently by creating private Island. You didn't, you didn't name it private Island by happenstance. You felt like you were on a private Island or you had to, or you had to enter into a peaceful state in your private island. Would you say that that would be the case? That is an accurate representation because that's how I felt. Like, every, like I have friends. Like, my best friend hates when I say this. Like, because I'll rap about not having friends, and she'd be like, you have friends. I hate I hate when you say that. Like, you have friends. Right, right, right. And right. I'm like, hey, it's not about you. It's an expression. That's just how right. I feel because when I'm in the studio, I'm by myself. I'm alone. Like, nobody's here. Like, I've even made songs in front of my camera guy. Like, I can make songs around people, but... When I'm in the room by myself, it's like, I'm here. This is my solitude. This is my space. You know, it's, it's so interesting. We, when we have things that we feel and we get into a space, it's the creativity just pours out a little more. You chan- This is the way you channel your energy. Right. And it's definitely uh, different. And you do it through your music. And let's talk about performing because this Saturday... As I keep reminding everybody, you got to get your tickets because it's Locals Only Charisma Collective Artist Showcase that is going down downtown Atlanta this Saturday. And how great is it to be able to perform even just 
Private Island or any of your music to the Atlanta area, just like really performing it. To talk about that that level of um, excitement that you have to be able to perform it. Um, first and foremost, let me give a shout out to Ronnie and Juno. Yeah. If it wasn't for Juno, I wouldn't be on this showcase because she hit me and was just like, nah, I know you're a dope artist from mm. Atlanta. Like, I need you on this. Mm. So shout out to her. Absolutely. And what's crazy is Private Island didn't even make the cut for the list of my set list. Wow. It was on there, but it was my set was too long. And I was like, all right, one song has to go. Oh, and you chose that. Okay, but it's all good, though. But the intro, the the opening song, it's going to catch your attention. Oh, can't wait. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Cannot wait till Saturday because, you know, we're going to be there and we're going to see every single performance. It is going to be absolutely amazing. But uh, one thing I do want to ask you here while we, you know, have a few minutes left here. The art of performing. You know, there, there's there's the booth, there's the recording studio, mm-hmm. and then there's performing in front of the people. What are some ways that, I'm sure you've, everybody's, every entertainer has had to deal with stage fright at mm-hmm. some point. What, what tactics did you use? What ways did you get over your stage fright to where now it's just like, hey, look, I'm out here, I can't wait to perform. Yeah, I see everybody, yeah. I hope you vibe into this. What's happening? Um, out of all the performances that I've done live, like it took, it was a lot of trial and error because nobody really told me like, all right, you should do this and try to do this. I just learned based off of trial and error. Mm-hmm. So I used to go out like to my hype songs. I used to be extra jumpy. Then I was like, all right, that's not me. I'm not the jumper. Ah, so gotcha. that's not me. And then it's like, all right, I'm not the walk around in circles person. I like to work the room. That's one thing you do have to do when you perform. Like if you're able to work the room with the, even if you have a chord, a chord related mic, mm-hmm. work the room. It's the best way to get them engaged. But I just learned off trial and error. And also I thought to myself, my last couple, cause I performed like twice earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And one of those, my second performance I think it was my, no, my first performance, my first performance this year, it was around July. Mm-hmm. And when I did it, the guy was, just, I, I was just, you know, I was appeared like a regular person there. And then when I performed, everybody was like, wow, I did not know he was going to do that. They just thought I was just there mm-hmm. until I performed. And it was just like, wow, like your stage presence. Cause what I did was the energy that I present when I'm recording the song in the booth, I took it to the stage. Cause that's who I really am. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, perform it in my room quietly and be all hype moving around then go on stage and be like shy and like hi my name is Roman no like to that same energy that I use to record that song is the same energy I'm going to take to the stage absolutely and that's what it should be you know you got to keep that same energy from from the booth to the stage and then back to the booth again because yep. you're going to continue to create 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 and as long as that con- that energy continues to run through the body, you will be able to create even stronger music, even better music moving forward. It's like yep. your your best is, is yet to come. You already have some great bangers right now, but the best is still yet to come because you're yep. still on the journey. You're still on the journey. And so with that said... Even beyond the artist showcase, do you have any other shows coming up beyond for the rest of the year? Not yet, 
but I'm also trying to gear up to release this album that I've been holding for like almost two years now. Whoa, wait. Well, hold on, hold on. Run it back. Two years? Why have you been holding it for two years? I created it two years ago, and then when I, I think I finished it earlier by the end of last year. Mm-hmm. And I went on a spree where I was like playing the whole album for my family just to get their reactions. They've never heard my music, and everybody was like, "Wow!" And and I've only been holding it because I'm like, "All right, this right here could be, it could be the one." The one. I'm yeah. not trying to put all my eggs in the basket, but sometimes you have to. But also, mm-hmm. I just feel like nah, like I'm tired of just throwing out great music. Like I need to. I know this. This is a money game. Like we all know that music is a money game. You can't just pop. Like that. You can sometimes, but it doesn't always work like that. You have to put money behind it. Mm, yeah, invest in yourself. Now, invest in yourself is the best way. And with that, um, I can't wait for that album to come out. You say it's the one. We 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 ready. We ready for it. That means when you come out with it, that means you know where to you know where to come back to, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually performing the single from that album. It's uh, going to be the last song on my set Saturday. Okay, see, you know what? I'm going to take note of that and be like, oh, this is what he was talking about. Yeah, so, and, 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 and I like how he doesn't give it all away. He just wants you to make sure to come out and see him this weekend, this Saturday. Doors open at 7. Show starts at 8. Rome Westfield is going to be performing. He's going to be performing. You notice he didn't give anything away. He did not give anything away no matter how much I ask him. He ain't giving nothing away. So you just have to be there to experience. All right? So with that, tell everybody where we can find you, follow you, and connect with you, and also stream your music, such as Private Island, which everybody's getting ready to hear for the first time on these radio airwaves in just a second. Talk to us. Um, Rome Westfield everywhere on all social media. On TikTok, it's Rome Westfield official. Streaming platforms, I'm going to put it like this. You can Google me, Rome Westfield, and it'll come up. But it's everywhere, all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, SoundCloud. SoundCloud is where I post most of my little freestyles that I do to like certain songs. Mmm. That's you you heard it here first. SoundCloud. You want the freestyles, you go to SoundCloud. Follow them every single where you can. And this is why it's so important to support an independent artist or two or three or five or ten or however many you want to support, but support at least one. Okay? at least one that you can rock heavy with all right so with that said i'm ready to hear this private island i'm ready to hear it so with that said thanks again for being on the morning machine with us and uh i know you'll be back and all of y'all will be back very very soon especially because i want to talk more about that album the one (laughs) you know what i mean because it is i i believe you you, hey look i believe it's going to be the one and that's going to thrust you into a new level of your career you don't hold whole albums for years and unreleased without you knowing that it's the one there's a feeling that you know something's going to hit differently yeah. with that particular album. 
there's it's it's not you're holding it because you're uncertain you're holding it because you are certain right that's a real big difference that is that is a night and day difference right there so we can't wait so with that we can't wait to hear private island so what we're going to do we're going to jump into private island in just a moment but who is coming up next we are talking about the queen miss miriam robinson is coming up to the mic in just a moment but we got to hear private island first so here's the world premiere debut on 102.6 the situation the morning machine of rome westfield with private island let's go Sit down and 